Hello, and welcome back to that podcast about Frankenstein. I'm one of your hosts, Ophelia Blassengame, and I'm here with... Uh, I am Mason Kasten, and we are excited for all of you to listen to our second podcast on our channel. I'm Brooke Bostis, and this week we'll be interviewing Victor Frankenstein and the monster himself and hear their thoughts and feelings about their experiences. We have some spooky fun things planned for you and a sneak peek of next week's episode. I'm Sterling West, and I hope you enjoy that podcast about Frankenstein. Hey, Victor, we are so happy to have you on our podcast. Thank you. It's exciting to be here and to meet you all. I have heard so much about your podcast. I know Mary Shelley had fun with you uh, last week. That was fun, but this week it's all about you and the monster. Sounds good. So, the first thing that we've been just dying to ask you is, why didn't you try harder to speak up when Justine was being accused of murder? Like, you didn't tell anyone, you just let her get murked. Why didn't you share everything that you knew about it? You know, I just, uh, I didn't want to take any responsibility whatsoever. It was just a very difficult situation for me. I just would rather not deal with it and deal with all the guilt, because, uh, I'm a bad person, I guess. No, it makes total sense to me. But uh, I was very conflicted, and I'm still in shock that I didn't do anything. But, uh, yeah, I just didn't want to deal with it. Yeah, that's understandable. It must have been so hard hearing that someone so close to you had died. Wow, I can't imagine. Exactly. I didn't even know for sure if the monster had done it or not. But I just had that feeling building up inside of me. And I knew that Justine was not capable of something like that. Um, in my circles, we typically call that feeling guilt. Um, but I, I just am curious. Why didn't you say anything at all? I feel like you had a chance to explain your situation. I'm not, like, accusing you. Um, and for legal purposes, this is all alleged and didn't necessarily <laughs> happen. But, like, I'm just curious. Why didn't you step in? I just knew it would have been uh, so hard to try to explain to people. It's like... How do I explain to people that I resurrected a body, that I created a life? People would think I'm absolutely crazy. <laughs> and I wasn't even 100% sure if it was the monster or not. So it would just probably not have gone well at all. Yeah, I'm not really sure how you're supposed to be able to tell people that you had done something like that. Um, no one has ever really done that before. And then your creation ended up harming people it would have uh, brought me much guilt as well, but I still feel like, I don't know, I might have told someone, but I guess I totally see where you're coming from. And it also could have scared so many people and caused complete havoc. So, respectable point. Exactly. Uh, I wanted to try and take just take the blame myself, but I knew there wouldn't be no way that they would believe me because I wasn't in town that night when that happened. Yeah, that would be a tough situation. Yeah, must be really hard for you. Uh, do you regret your decision at all? <laughs> I regret not finding a way to get Justine out of her conviction and what happened, but I don't know because uh, I don't think it would have gone well either way. After hearing what your monster had to say about the night that William had died, were you angry after hearing that he had killed him or were you not that surprised? 
Good question. After the monster told me everything that had happened that night and the days leading up to it, I was just really in shock. Yeah, of course. It is really hard when someone dies. But still, like, I was angry that he had hurt someone that I cared about. But I also felt like some sort of sympathy for him for having to live alone and me abandoning him because I was scared of him. Yeah, that must have been so hard for him. He had to learn how to do everything without someone that would guide him. Yeah, exactly. Not only that, but he was also trying so hard to be nice to everyone and just make friends with people. But people just saw the outside of him and what he looked like and just assumed that he was an evil guy. In some way, do you feel responsible for this? Oh Gosh, so many questions. I would say yes and no. Uh, yes, I created the thing. I created him, and I felt bad that maybe I should have looked after him and, like, parent him. And I I think releasing this upon the world probably is my fault, and everything that's responsible, everything that he does is from my neglect. But uh, also, it's just, it's also, like, another person. He did this. It's his own actions. Yeah, I will say I'll concede that you're not directly responsible for his actions. There is a form of logic called the Bayesian logic, and usually when you follow that line, it says that um, you can't necessarily shift blame off of yourself based on an action or something that occurred that you were supposed to be able to predict. But I will say, seeing as how there was never a body created before, unless you count, you know, the normal way that normal people do it, that I suppose we couldn't necessarily hold you completely accountable for this. Yeah, but it's also like raising a child. You neglected him. A little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But this is such a good thing to bring into perspective. Like, whether we like it or not, everyone stereotypes, and some people try to juicy one another, and we have... And we have all had to deal with that at some point in our lives. No, yeah, seriously. Because, like, whenever you walked into the studio today, I was like, look at this skinny emo uh, undergrad. And I don't know if I've changed my mind yet. But <laughs> it's just crazy. Mm, stereotypes. Um. So, Victor, how did your feelings toward the monster change after you heard how lonely he had been? Like... Yeah, like, did you blame yourself more, or were you more like, well, he kind of did it to himself? Well, I don't know, because I was terrified of him, and after he came to me and explained to me what he did, even though, like, he it did sound like a tragic backstory, he still terrified me, because he's like, he just murdered someone, someone I liked, someone I loved. Wow. As his creator, you didn't even be one around, you didn't even want to be around your own creation. Um, that... I mean, that is kind of sad, I will say. You kind of remind me of my dad. Oh, that is tragic to hear. But uh, what I created, I it was probably due to, like, a nightmare that I had that night. But uh, he just scared me so much. And it was, I guess it was just his eyes, his yellow eyes just burning into my soul. It just incited a lot of fear in me. I just did not want to be around him whatsoever because I thought he was going to kill me. That's very interesting. Very, very interesting. The eyes, the imagery, wow, that's that's pretty scary. I'm starting to understand how you feel. So did your feelings shift after you heard his story? I, I felt really, really guilty because I knew my hunch was correct. But uh, 
I was really scared and angry at him because uh, he just killed someone I loved. Who wouldn't be angry or upset? Or It's just a big mess of emotions right there. Yeah, it sounds like it was a very difficult situation. All right, thank you, Victor, for um, letting us ask you some questions. But I think it's time we take a little break and we lighten the mood with some jokes about Frankenstein. Uh, Mason, it's all you. You you got the first. <laughs> okay, I have the best one this week. Why did Frankenstein's monster go to a psychiatrist? Was it because he was depressed from no one wanting to be friends with him? No, because his screws were loose. Oh, <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. That's uh, a good one. Hmm. Why does Frankenstein's monster hate flying in America? Because he has to wear a mask? Question mark. No, because his bolts always set off the alarms at the airport. Uh, oh, <laughs> that's so funny. That's such a good uh, one. Okay, here's the last one. Uh, why couldn't Frankenstein go to the dance with the witch? I don't know why. Because she left him to go with a richer, more conventionally attractive vampire from the Upper East Side, choosing wealth and beauty over the soul that the monster had to offer, given that love had been capitalized by modern society. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, that's uh, oh okay, Sterling. I I like that. Um, kind of. Anyway, <laughs> wow, that was funny. I can't stop laughing. Ha 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 ha. Shifting jo- shifting gears a little bit. Before we um have to go, we wanted to ask you the things that happened between you and Elizabeth, and the events leading up to her tragic death, Victor. Of course, ask me anything. So. When you were creating a lady monster for, for the other monster, you realized that this was a horrible idea and ended up regretting it because you were afraid of what would happen if you had brought her to life. Uh, yeah, exactly. I was, uh, I was very concerned that I would either have two beings of murderers walking around just being creepy and murdering things, and or I was afraid that, like... Uh, uh, they would reproduce, and I, there would be a whole breed of murderers or creepy wow. people. Oh, and dear would, God. Yeah. Oh, my. I can't imagine. Imagine you're walking down the street, and you see the spawn of the monster. Now, that's a Halloween movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't imagine how many, like, Halloween-themed things would be made about my creation. Like, honestly, it's just so creepy. To think it would be like, I would imagine it would probably be the third most popular costume of all time. <laughs> I won't lie, Frankenstein. Uh, I'm really curious about this. I talked to we talked to Mary about this last week. Um, I really don't love the idea that you spent all of this time and effort to make it possible for your monster to get laid. Well, I. I wasn't exactly paying attention to that. I was just lumping together <laughs> body parts. And I guess I pay, I was starting to pay a little bit more attention when I realized <laughs> that uh, when I was building the uh, the Bride of Frankenstein. or And I was like, oh, wait, this might be a bad idea. Mm-hmm. I have no idea if this would actually... You couldn't have, work. like, neutered her or something? I mean, oh, in hindsight, my, my, my. I definitely <laughs> should have done that. <laughs> topic change just try and keep this pg guys well at any rate i will say um 
I'm kind of curious to know what was going through your mind. So the monster, as we know, threatened you by saying that you would see him on your wedding day. I'm curious to know what was going through your mind when he said that. Well, I thought he was going to kill me out of all people for some reason. I just thought he was going to, he was like, I'm going to kill you and I'm going to make everybody you like suffer because of your death. I was like, oh no. I was like, and I was just very scared about what was going to happen. As one would be. Um, of course that would have been terrifying for really anyone, especially because you've already lost so many people because of him. Oh uh, yeah, and then after he said that, he just goes on and kills Clairval. Like, who does that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that would have been challenging, for sure. Yeah, I mean, so the day of your wedding comes around, like, tell me, just walk us through what you were thinking that day. Uh, so much was going on. I was ready to tell Elizabeth everything about the monster as soon as we got married because I didn't want there to be any secrets between us. But I also knew the whole creation of another person thing would probably freak her out. This may just be me, but I think as a woman, she might actually be kind of familiar with that as a concept. You know, I think that's also true. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Didn't really think about it like that. Does that make me a mom, I guess? <laughs> He's a mom! Congratulations. Congratulations. Frankenstein's momster. Momster. Ooh. Might have to add that into the jokes next time. But I was also uh, scared about uh, what Frankenstein's mom, what my creation was capable of. I was just... But I was also scared of what my creation was capable of. I wanted to protect Elizabeth, but I knew it would be nearly impossible. So when she died, I saw that it was from being strangled by the hands of my own monster. I was heartbroken. Yeah, that yeah, sounds tragic. Yeah. It's a lot of damage to your life. <laughs> That's a lot of damage. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of damage. I wanted to uh, then track him down. And the irony of this is that <laughs> you created it. Oh, yeah. It's supposed to be, like, some thematic of, like, my own monster being created from my own monsters or something like that. Wow, that's I guess, some, like, wow. symbolism. It's really deep. You could see, like, some sort of symbolism as if, like, somebody wrote me into a book or something. Yeah, it's almost like yeah. your entire life was written by a goth woman. You know, I could definitely see that almost. happening. Almost. Anyway, well, thank you so much for your time, Victor. We'll have to escort you out now. Please have a good rest of your um, evening. Thank you so much for having me. All right, guys. On to bigger and better things. His feelings that he had towards the monster with lots of guilt was very interesting and quite what I expected. I really personally liked how he doesn't... No, no shade on Victor. But he doesn't seem to understand the difference between whenever people he loves die and whenever other people die. Like, there seems to be a bit of a disconnect there. I thought that was kind of fascinating to investigate. Low-key psychopathic. <gasps> anyway, we've got another one, right? Who's next? Yeah, uh, yeah. Next idea. we will be uh, talking... Yeah. Next we will be talking to the monster himself. Anyone a little scared? Ooh, I'm scared. I, mm, I don't know what to expect. Do you think he's going to be rude? Do you think he's going to be cool? According to Mary Shelley, he might be kind of cute. Yeah, I think he could be hot. Oh. Ooh, how exciting. <laughs> Ooh. 
I'm just worried that, like, if I say something wrong, he might, you know, murder me. LOL. <laughs> <laughs> then go after my family. You yeah. Know. So. I feel like things are about to get spooky. True. I'm kind of excited. Oh my goodness. I think we have another call from security. Hey, boss. Last time it was some goth lady, and this uh, this time you're having a real monster on the show? I'm starting to question what y'all are really doing up there in the studio. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's just Frankenstein's monster. Can you send him in? Uh, if you say so, boss. Do you want one of my guys to escort him and stay in the room with y'all? That might be a good idea. <laughs> Oh my gosh, y'all, I'm scared. Wait. Um, um, I'm really nervous. Oh my god, I'm biting my nails. I wonder if he likes crumpets. Do you think he'll like crumpets? <laughs> I think, I think he We can offer okay. him <laughs> Okay. All right. Um, guys, it will be fine. It's just a monster, right? Uh, what's the worst he's done? Mur uh, murder? Murder? Uh, oh, oh, yeah, never mind. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh, looks like he's here. Hey, monster. It is so nice to finally meet you. Uh, yeah, we're really excited to have you here. We have so many questions to ask you. Um, is everything okay, monster? Uh, how are you doing? I'm sorry the security guys gave you a little bit of trouble. Uh, hey, monster, is there any, is there another name that we should call you? Ah, got y'all on my own. I can talk. I can talk. Uh, no, monster, monster's Gucci. I like that. That's a good name for me. Oh, okay. Um, well, let's get right into things. <laughs> yes, let's do it. So, monster, towards the beginning of the novel, you are faced with so many challenges. From your creator leaving you, which is very upsetting, to having to learn everything on your own and then having people be afraid of you just because of your looks. How did that make you feel, having those people be afraid of you even though you had done nothing wrong yet? Uh, that, that was like, that was totally not Gucci, y'all. How did you feel if, like, you went up to a dog and it was scared? Because when I went up to my dogs, they were scared of me, and that flipped me out. I mean, like, I belong to the streets, but still. Oh, dear um, God. Well, of course it made you sad and would make any one of us sad um, having to face that prejudice every single day and you didn't have anyone to love that loved or cared about you. Yeah, I think we can all agree that that situation would have been hard for any of us. Yeah, so I have another question. When you saw William, did you want to kill him and do you regret it? Okay, okay. So that was like, that was like totally on me. I'll, I'll, I'll take that one. But hear me out, hear me out. He kind of sucked. Like, like seriously, he sucked a lot. He was a baby and he oh, couldn't no. even fight. But the little man kept making eyes at me. You don't do that. You don't do that. He was like, he was tight with Frankenstein and Vicky and I are not boys. So did I do it? No comment, homie. But if I did, it would be what it be. Um, uh, yeah, of course. Um, I'm not sure that is the path I would have taken, but okay. Do you regret it? Uh, well, okay. So I like I freaked out a little bit after it happened, but then I did go white claw. Now we're good. Oh, <laughs> he's an alcoholic. Naturally. <laughs> um, That's crazy. Um, wow, I'm kind of at a loss of words. You seem very chill about.
killing someone. Oh, yeah. I mean, after Victor and I, like, split up, uh, I went and I went to America, and they have this thing called Cannabis Indica. Cannabis Indica? Yeah, it, like, really mellowed me out. Okay. Um, I'm taking notes. So, it's safe to say that you were upset with Victor? Oh, yeah. I mean, like, we're totally not bros anymore. He cannot, he, like, violated bro code in the worst possible way. He literally, like, Sometimes the bro code tells you that you can't steal your man's girl. You did not think the bro code had to tell you you're not allowed to murder your man's girl. And yet here we are. Yeah. Y'all beefing for real. So I'm sure he just made things worse whenever he started to recreate your lady monster and then just destroyed her. Period. Right. Wow. We in fact just had an interview with Frankenstein. Oh, for real? Yes, yes, we did. He has a lot of guilt on his shoulders. He he should. He's got a lot of ugly on his face too. <laughs> oh no, roasted. Hope he doesn't hear that. Next time I see Victor, if you're listening, it is on site. It is on site. Wow. Okay. Period. Period. Um. Also, this question's a. It's a little dark, but I feel like you'd answer it well. <laughs> How did you feel emotionally after you um, killed William, Henry, and Elizabeth? Uh, okay, so like, it was a little weird. But at the same time, here's what I was thinking. I was like, if Vicky can just make a life, then it's equally easy to get rid of one, yeah? So, True. I mean, not gonna lie, William kind of sucked. Like, he didn't even fight. He just kind of like, ah, you know? Uh, and then Henry and Elizabeth, same thing. They were just like they're just screaming. They could have they could have done better. It was kind of disappointing, honestly. But like, I don't know. I felt a little guilty, but I'm over it. Wow. A di- yeah, uh, uh, dis- interesting di- response. Uh, really um... disappointing to kill someone. Well, I'm I'm not saying. I'm okay. I'm not necessarily saying they were disappointing people. I'm just saying that whenever you go through the trouble of snuffing out someone's life through brute force, you expect them to put up at least a little resistance. I mean, respectable. Hmm. Yeah, you would expect that. Uh, anyway, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna beat it because if Victor was here, he can't have gotten far, and he and I still have to talk. So, oh, I'm out. Um, all right, well, you gotta take the crumpets with me. Yes, please, please take the please take the crumpets. Excellent. See y'all. Bye. Um, someone should should um call security right away and yeah, follow that monster or Victor Frankenstein will be no more. Oh goodness. Well, that was a very interesting interview that we had today with both of them it's been a fun one personally who was y'all's favorite to talk to i like the monsters Um, an interesting vibe with him i left the room for the monster because he walked in and like he was a little scary but i'm not gonna lie mary shelley was right he was hot um yeah his eyes are a little freaky but like it's really, it's the eyes that do it for me. It, it really is the eyes for me. I mean, if you just, like, look away, like, in the distance, and you just listen to him speak, he just sounds like a normal frat boy. It's true. I know, that's kind of concerning. I wonder who he hangs around. Hmm. That's a good question. Who do you think he, like, I guess he doesn't have much friends, but 
How does he socialize at all, if, if, if any? Well, it must be with the frat boys yeah. from that personality. Probably, like... Makes sense. They would accept one another. Yeah. I hear Dracula's like that, too, these days. Mm, really? Well, Maybe we'll have him on sometime. We should so do a segment about Dracula. That would yes. be so good. That podcast about Frankenstein about Dracula. <laughs> yes. Anyway, uh, next week's episode, for those of you our dedicated fans, we are going to be giving you a more detailed... We'll just kind of walk you through the book. I know not all of you read it. I know some of you are like Sparknotes kids. So we will give you that and it'll probably help you. If you want, you can go back and listen to other podcasts. It'll be easier if you understand them. Exactly. It's like our next podcast next week is going to be the type of podcast for... So there's always those kids that instead of reading the book, they of course go to the audiobook, correct? And so this podcast next week is going to be for those kids who are too lazy to listen to the audiobook and too lazy to read Sparknotes. So we're going to read, basically, our version of Sparknotes to you. Yeah, I won't lie. Frankenstein does seem like the type to watch the movie instead of reading the book. Yeah, that is so true. He would. The rad kid, and he didn't even graduate. <laughs> ha ha ha. Well, um, thank you so much, and we'll catch y'all next week on that podcast about Frankenstein. Okay, so... It's like 80-something memories in here. We're sending you good vibes. Okay. Um. This. Yeah, okay. Who wants to be Victor?